Welcome to the Crypto Not Podcast. I'm Mark Storrs, and with me is Chris Carnesali and Rob Morphy. Thank you for joining us for the show. Uh, before we get started, I just wanted everyone to remember that we are on social media. A lot of people out there are into this type of thing. Yeah, the kids love so it. So check us out on Facebook, Twitter, wow. Instagram. All the links are going to be in the description of this pod, so be sure to follow and like and comment and interact with us over there. Also, too, uh, we are available on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, and we have a couple more spots coming up in the next couple of weeks of different places we're going to be available. Sweet. But if you can do us a huge favor and go to iTunes, of all places, Mm -hmm. just iTunes only, uh, (laughs) and if you have an iPhone, you can do this right in your app. Leave us a rating. Leave us a review. It helps us show out greatly, and thank you. And we will read the review aloud. On the show. Heinous or not. Yeah. Try, wow. to, keep, try to be nice. That, yeah. was, that was very official. Good we're, job, we're guys. Very, we're very sensitive. We didn't have to do that a couple times. No, we didn't. <laughs> we didn't have <laughs> to relearn <laughs> our names. So this week we're talking about the Enfield Horror. The oh, Enfield Horror is coming to us at a weight of 200 pounds. <laughs> Approximately. A height, about 200 pounds this thing weighs. A height is between four and a half to five feet, and it lives in Illinois. Yeah. Well, not to be confused with Enfield Go haunting of the poltergeist. Yeah, yeah. There, there's the famous British That's Enfield haunting yeah. Yeah. that the made famous by the Conjuring Part Dukes. Two. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And Rob and I talked about this earlier. Yeah. But no, no, this no. is the Enfield Horror. And but this so, isn't sometimes Illinois. the other one's called the Enfield Horror. Oh, right, really? exactly. That's there's, why I wanted to make a transposition. It, yeah. oh, okay. Because they're very close. But it's, you know what? We're American. This is the American Enfield Horror. Mm, okay. The real Enfield Horror. And. I'm sorry if I offended anyone, but that's just the truth. Take it away, Robert. USA. Boom. <laughs> oh my God. This, no, honestly, this one is one of my first favorite loves in the cryptozoological field, if you can even call it that. When I when I first stumbled across this in one of those like scholastic books when I was a kid, it blew my mind because this thing is batshit yeah. crazy. I, it should have been a figure that we could have Oh yeah. Like, why, why didn't the Japanese when they I'm made saying. like the Flatwoods monster? Why we, do we not have an Enfield Ooh. Yeah, like horror? instead of a Bodlin, I want an Enfield Horror. Yeah, it's a perfect. Really. When I drew it, creature. it became exactly what, what. And I'm sure Mark will use the illustration or whatever. Uh, my dream of uh, this nightmarish, bizarre mutant or mutant, mutant. as Chris likes to call them. Yeah. Oh. All right, here we go. So this alien demon or genetic mutation, the so-called Enfield Horror, is one of the absolute strangest creatures ever to be chronicled in paranormal, much less cryptozoological lore. Facts. Mm. Facts and science. Let's, let's just Facts real of quick life. remember alien, demon, or genetic mutation. Those seem it's to be a the wide th- range <laughs> of things you can possibly be. No, and this is apparently, no one knows because so it's, it's clearly not a common earthbound animal. And you guys will—I mean, those who are familiar know exactly what I'm talking about. Those who aren't are going to hear very soon. This isn't just a mistaken raccoon. This is some weird shit that either came from outer space, a government lab, or the depths of hell. Oh, yeah. Well, let, let's hear. Okay. All right, let's hear this. The bizarre series of events that would eventually transform a small Illinois town, the small Illinois town of Enfield, from a quiet suburb into a frenzy of terror began on the night of April 25th, 1973. A long time ago. A very long time ago. When a boy named Greg Garrett claimed to have seen and been assaulted by an utterly unique entity while playing in his backyard. Mm. According to Greg, he was playing behind his parents' home when something straight out of a Hieronymus Bosch painting leapt in front of him. (laughs) The startled child stared up at the blood-red-eyed creature that seemed to have been torn from his nightmares. He described the creature as being grayish with a slimy epidermis, short claws not unlike a T-Rex, and no less than three legs on which it assumed a tripod like stance. Yeah. Mm. All right, so let's let's okay. just stop here for All a second. Right, yeah. I don't even 
It's about four, four and a half, five feet tall. 200 pounds. Ish. Solid. Big. Tiny little T-Rex arm sticking out of its chest. Yep. Little tiny, useless, vestigial arms. But three tripod legs. Three and legs. That's the mm. thing that you don't see. And it's not like it was like a dog but, that wait, you named well, tripod. It said no less than three legs, right? Yeah, but that that's just... It, it had three legs. Okay. <laughs> well, it didn't have 14 legs. <laughs> what do you say? No less than Captain three legs. Over here. I'm just, well, that's no, it's true. Thing. Well, it had no less than three legs, Robert. Yes, but it had no more than three legs either. <laughs> okay. Well, th- well, that's what I'm saying. Uh, it's right. like, it had okay. precisely three if legs. If you write that, you should okay. write it had three legs. Not, no less than three legs. <laughs> God damn it, editor Jin. We're, we're going to talk to the editor, to the uh, author. I have about issues this, with that. That Robert. alludes to the possibility of. No more Un- legs. unseen legs. Clearly, <laughs> a grand faux pas has been made. So this Fucking thing, bitches. the way this thing is described, it just sounds like it's wet. Oh like, yeah, it just sounds it's, like it's it, like it's it, it's no. it's seeping some sort of goo. That's what it seems like, and it's like snapping. It's it, to me, it, it's like jaws on a tripod, but it's two hundred pounds, it's and it's jaws, just, on it's jaws on a tripod, and it just it, it sounds terrifying. The thing that this thing legit is terrifying. The f's with my mind is that clearly. We are uh, we we like even numbers in biology on Earth. Yeah, you've got your your biped, your quadruped. That's what I'm. Yeah, that's right. you're a centipede, but yeah. you don't have an odd number you of see legs. Something with three legs. No, I know. Like, odd numbers do not happen in Earth biology no. that we know of. Yeah, no, it's not. Yeah, that's why it's from hell or space. Yeah, right. well, unless it's mutated off of something, and it could be a mutant. It could be a mutant, as we were saying. All right, so. The child, Greg Garrett, locked eyes with the thing, and that's when this already nightmarish scenario took a turn towards outright terror. Oh, man. Without warning, the three-legged creature charged the boy and began using its clawed foot-like appendages, all three of them, specifically three of them, (laughs) to attack the legs and feet, tearing Greg's sneakers to shreds. So it attacks this kid. But he doesn't get hurt. So this is where I... Just his shoes and I imagine the cuffs of his Levi's are tore up pretty bad. Four and a half feet, almost five feet, 200 pounds, three legs, uses all legs to... No, you know what? Let's assume it balanced on the back leg. Okay, balanced And used the the four legs. Yeah, because that's not... I'm like, how how did it use... Did it do like a breakdance maneuver and get (laughs) get on its tiny arms? It was like... It sounds like it's kind of like popping to the side and using its foot to scratch. No, it did a freeze. Yeah, it froze and then it it just started... So this thing, and I'm doing the movements, the listeners can't see it. No, he is. It's clawing its shoe at this kid's shoe. It it does not like its feet. Yeah. It's like, your fucking all-stars are going down, bitch. Kissing? Okay. And clawing. Okay, so that's it, what this thing does. So this basically ruins the kid's kicks. His tennis shoes, specifically, because that's oh, what they called them shoes. in Illinois in '73. Okay. So his tennis I, shoes I were how, shredded. How bad were his feet tore up? What? See, that's the thing. Nobody mentions any wounds on his like ankles or feet. Just that the sneakers themselves, which I would love to see as a piece of evidence. See, I really I wish see, they had yeah, saved I that. See the shoes. That yeah. should at least be in Lauren Coleman, who, by the way, will be showing up in this, a famous cryptozoologist. It should be at least in his cryptozoological museum. Yeah. Greg Garrett's tennis shoes. It would be awesome. But then there's going to be like no blood stains on. People are going to be like, what? Or this if there are. Oh, yeah. Well, it doesn't people will be like, what? That's what I mean. It doesn't <laughs> really specify. Like, people are going to say, dude, to dude. Yeah, dude. Right. Understandably, dude. Greg was crying hysterically at this point. Well, a terrified wow. child attacked by a three legged mutant. He might need to grow up. Uh, okay. He ran into his Jesus. house, slammed the door. Duh. Prayed for daylight. 
Because it was starting to get on towards the evening. I was going to ask about like what time yeah, this no, was. So, I, I think this happened somewhere between 7 and 8 p.m. Okay. Okay. So that's good and well. That's the first encounter with the Enfield It's the horror. first. And if it was the last, it would still be an interesting mystery, but it is not the last. Yeah. Okay. There's confirmation that comes, and it gets arguably worse. Okay. Jeez. All right. Okay. Well, so the chat. second Enfield encounter. The event that brought this creature to notoriety was not the Garrett encounter, because okay. that came out later. The first one that was reported came a half hour later when the Garrett's neighbors, the McDaniels, Duh. which of course makes me want to do run DMC lyrics, <laughs> had their own harrowing encounter with this unbelievable entity. Uh, the people in question, the kids were Henry McDaniel Jr. and his sister Lil. And that's literally all she's described as. Lil. I don't know what Lil, Lil. stands for. Right. Lily? I don't know. Lil McDaniels. I like it. They were alone. Their parents were out for the evening. The The sisters were... Man, you're getting blown up. Can it, Dash? The sisters. The brother and sister were at home watching TV when they heard a scratching sound on their front door. Oh, no. Curiosity peaked. Young Henry opened the door expecting to see a stray pet, possibly a raccoon. Oh. As I mentioned, and I call them raccoons. Raccoons. Yeah, possibly a raccoon. You don't ever want to open your door and see a raccoon. No, no one wants the possible <laughs> no, it's raccoon. never, never a But good if you thing. do, you know what? Well, it's going to be a relief compared to what rabies, he actually and it's saw. It's going to attack Not you necessarily. and you're going to die a horrible death. They just kind of run away with food in their hands. What would and you do? Tiny would you pick the Enfield hands. Horror against the rabid raccoon? Mm, Who wins? Nah, raccoons. raccoons are pretty tiny, though. Yeah, you, Doesn't, can, you can fucking kick a raccoon. I've seen big raccoons. Yeah, but you can still kick yeah, it. Yeah, but compared to the Enfield Horror... 200 yeah. pounds, four and a half feet tall, you've been kicking that thing. Three rabid raccoons, one Enfield Horror. Still an Enfield Horror. Or, I'm sorry, still, still a I don't know. You That's know one raccoon per leg. Maybe I'm pro-Earth. I'm giving three raccoons the edge. Nah, yeah, maybe. Can we get back to... Uh, Henry McDaniel uh, Jr. Yes. Henry opens the door and what does he see? It's see? not a raccoon. That goes without saying. Okay. He finds himself face to face with the same oozing monstrosity that had, unbeknownst to him, recently attacked his neighbor. So this thing is hanging out in the neighborhood causing problems. Yes. It's like a new yeah, neighbor but, that's a dick. What? So he attacks It's just knocking Greg out people's backyards. Really? Dick. Yeah. Greg is scared. Maybe he screams. Maybe, you know what, let's give the Enfield horror the benefit of the doubt. Maybe he doesn't want to hurt people. Maybe the kid screams in terror. He, he attacked thinks, the kid's shoes. Yeah, well, maybe he doesn't like shoes. Maybe where he's from, those shoes killed his clan. It could be. Oh, I didn't think and about that. And he's like, well, I can't believe it. Sneaker <laughs> holocaust. <laughs> fucking deal with it. Didn't think about that. Yep, Different cultures, got, dig. I got to respect yeah, him. I don't, I don't know. I don't know about this attack. We'll see what we'll happens see what here. Happens yeah. next. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if I can your, defend this your one. Culture argument might go down the shitter, but we'll, we'll see what see. happens. Okay. Let's let's get back to Henry Jr. and Lil. Henry Jr. slammed and locked the door, Sage, trying his best to be brave in the face of this unknown horror. Henry Jr. and his sister huddled together in the center of the room as the thing continued to scratch at the front door. After a moment of silence, the McDaniel's children were almost able to breathe a sigh of relief. Almost. Mm. That was until their window-mounted air conditioner began to rattle as the creature continued to try to gain entry into their home. Oh, this is not going away. This is not a no. mistake. This is not like, no, this oh, thing is this wants my in. home? This thing wants in. No, this thing knows this is not its home and it's trying to get in. It hates shoes. It wants in. This okay. is only two things we know. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Three legs, hates shoes, wants in. 200 pounds, four and a half feet tall. Assuming. These are eyewitness assumptions. Okay. Okay. The creature, before it managed to yank out the uh, window-mounted air conditioner, Henry McDaniel Sr. and his wife, the parents of Henry Jr. and Lil, 
returned home to find their children babbling in a terrified stupor. They frantically recounted how something, quote-unquote, had tried to break into the house while their parents were gone. It was then... You want to add something here? So the, the parents... So, okay, the things at the front door... Kids freak out. Uh, it's great. And then it, it goes to a it, side it go, window. Okay, so, so the, the parents come home through the front door, and they have no encounter with the envelope. No, they don't the see it. Okay, No, okay, this already cool. happened. This, okay, is, cool. this is about 9.30 in the evening. Okay. I'm sorry. I should have said this earlier. It's about 9.30 in the evening. The kids have been alone. Now, this is this is horrible for the record. I mean, I, I've, I've been at home and seen like a scary movie as a kid with my little sister and yeah. been like, I can't deal with this. Like a half hour becomes three and a half days no, that's of nightmare. Yeah. It's like right. Turkish prison. It's horrible. So actually having a monster on your doorstep... That isn't leaving once you slam the door, yeah. but trying to rip the air conditioner out of the window so it can come in. Probably not to bake cookies. But then mom and dad come home and you But feel mom safe. and dad come home. It's 9.30, they come home. are you? This is what happened. It was then, while the skeptical parents were listening to the story of their children, that the scratching returned to the front door. Henry McDaniel Sr., mm. cavalierly, as it is recounted, oh <laughs> approached the door. <laughs> Much to his children's chagrin, and yanked it open. He did not think. Uh, he, you know, he was sure it was a raccoon. That's what dads As do. they want to think. That's what, regardless, us, that's what us fathers do. What he saw before him would have shaken even the most courageous man to the core. There, standing on his stoop, was the same red-eyed monstrosity that had terrified his own children and assailed Greg Garrett. Henry Sr. backed away from the entity and shut the door, sagely again. He stumbled to a nearby closet and retrieved his flashlight and a twenty-two pistol. Not the most deadly of weapons, but no. if that's all you've got, twenty-two, it's still it's gonna. I mean, it'll it, kill you. It, it'll, it's it'll, gonna fuck you up. It'll, it'll kill work, a thing. But I mean, okay. Well, if you got it, you got it. You got to. That's what you do. Second Amendment, bitch, do it. With his frightened family huddled behind him, Henry Senior returned to the door and, with the conviction of a man set on defending his family, threw it open, revealing the first vision, full on that he had because he slammed the door so quickly before, of this EC horror comic come to life. Uh, he understood at that moment uh, that what he had seen was not a trick of the eyes, and this is how he later described this to the okay, police. Okay, that's what I was waiting for, because there was no actual description yet in this. Right. Yeah. Right. It had three legs on it, a short body, two little short arms coming out of its breast area, and two pink eyes as big as flashlights. It stood four and a half feet tall and was grayish colored. It was trying to get into the house. Unquote. Yeah, dude, it's fucked so up. This, okay, so this description is matching up with the kid that got his yeah, shoes on. Which, oh, it, it's, it's odd that you have that close corroborating stories, even yeah. Between, yeah, between something that people. weird yeah. and two people. Yes. That's it weird. is interesting. And it is weird. It's not like you mistake it for something else. It's yeah. the same basic yes, description. Like three legs, approximately, not more or less. <laughs> Raptor, little T Rex. I'm little like, raptor. that's yeah. Baby raptor. It has arms for tits, so there you go. Yeah, yeah. it's a bastard. I don't like those things. Hates life and arms. Arms along on the side. Arms yeah. should not be protruding straight arms out from out your out torso. Arms out in front of anything are always creepy. It's scummy. Yeah, it's gross. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry, oh, T Rex. Front arms, but it's not cool. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. That's why you died. Yeah, that's how you had to die. <laughs> that's why you couldn't dig yourself yeah. out of the snow. The universe bitch. hated you. <laughs> 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 All right. Henry reopened the door, saw this nightmarish vision, and opened fire on the creature, hitting it immediately. But instead of falling to the ground, wounded or dead, the horrible thing merely hissed like a wildcat, that's a quote, wildcat, at the frightened homeowner. Mm. 
Henry, who had fired four shots at the thing, assured anyone who asked that he had not missed his mark. Mm. When I fired the first shot, I know I hit it, he said. Then, as unbelievable as it may seem, Henry claimed that the zoological oddity tore off into the night, covering an area of approximately 50 feet in a series of just three astonishing leaps. Oh, shit. So, clearly, so he knew how to use move. his three legs. It's got bounce. It can move, yeah. It's All like right. the Usain Bolt of weird shit. Say, it's, it's the Usain Bolt of... Yeah, well, he just books. This, this thing books. Yeah. It books and jumps, and it Said, ended up in the shrubbery alongside the L&L Railroad embankment, which was located across the street from so, his house. So he must have followed it, obviously. No. Or, or he could see no, where he didn't. It went. He just saw where it okay, went. Okay. No smart human being follows it with a twenty-two. Yeah, God damn, get off my porch, you son of a bitch. I'm going right. to get you. And the thing that's hisses. a perfect accent. Yeah, yeah. no, that's for it. that area, for Illinois. Yeah, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yes. for Illinois, exactly. Nailed it. Yeah, taking balls of steel, in my opinion, and I'm just adding this on my oh, own. Yeah, totally. McDaniel uh, called the local authorities. When Illinois state troopers arrived at the scene, the only evidence of the encounter that remained were a series of scratches on the siding and McDaniel's door, and what were uh, later described as dog-like prints in the yard. Mm, interesting. This gets more interesting. What made the prints so unusual unusual was the fact that they had six toe pads, and even more intriguingly, they represented a three-footed creature, with one of the tracks being slightly smaller than the other two. <gasps> oh, the back support leg. Yeah, so you know, the back non-claw... You know what? And we don't know, because we really... We're imagining this. We don't know that it supported itself on its little leg and then jammed yeah. the no, hell out of the No, you assume it's three, like a tripod. It's but three have, equal you legs. You have to assume it uh, did, yeah. but we don't yeah. know. I mean, if I would it, love to have footage of this thing. If it's on three, I'm assuming it's got two in the front, one in the back, like a tripod. That's what you assume. And we I would assume, I would, I would assume, quote, unquote, assume the one that would, the, the weird print or whatever would be the back one. Does it walk weird, like two legs forward, one leg through? Two yeah. legs forward, one leg oh, through? Oh, it does, probably. And it jumps? Magnificently, maybe, yeah, maybe it really, yards, maybe mostly just uses two though. It could, and th- the the third one's just like a. But why has, that turned into an Why arm? doesn't? Here's another question, just based on you know Earth based biology, something we're all somewhat familiar with. Why doesn't it have three fucking little T Rex arms sticking out of its chest? Right. Yeah, why does it have three two. legs? I don't know. With two and two arms. Unless that, maybe it's a tail that it uses as a, as something. Well, no, it's, no, it's, it's, it's on three tracks. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's just one was a little tiny one. Yeah. Well, not tiny, but slightly smaller. Yeah, so than it's others. a mut- mutanted. Okay. If there's more to this, we'll get to that, and then right. we'll get to theories of what yes. okay. possibly this could possibly this be. motherfucker could be. Okay, yeah, I know it's weird. Is, it's a weird. Thing, clearly, I'm not a recruit. I'm gonna box it. I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna box it. Oh, All right, man, this thing is a so Russian we're just we're, we're gonna jump through this. Yeah, I lied. And then I'm, I'm not gonna box things. it. No, you don't box it. It's not like no. a kangaroo. I'm, no, you no. can't just like old timey box this thing without first off, if you like your shoes. Your sneakers are aft. No, I'm not. I'm not wearing fucking sneakers. No, you got to wear like engineer boots. But loafers, even then, penny loafers, steel toes, spikes, some docks. Go barefoot. Go Doc, go Doc Martens. Probably likes Full Doc Martens. Jean Claude kickboxer. Do it. Oh yeah, might throw them off. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, dip your wrist in the glass. <laughs> it's on horror. Wow. Hot glue. Suck on some glass forearm. <laughs> one Van Dam, three raccoons, one horror. Who wins? Van Dam, of course. Dude, I don't question. know. No. Like, he does beautiful spin kicks. He but really does. How does that compare yeah. to the freeze? But a super, three-legged attack, a super of the spin horror. kick yeah. into a giant red flashlight like I, that'll if, hurt. If he hits it, if he hits it. But I, I faith in the Van Dam. I mean, classic Van. Van I don't mean modern Van Dam. I mean vintage. Van no, Van I know Bloodsport Van Dam. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Dude, totally. I was into it. I'm like, dude, he's doing splits. He's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Continue, Robert. He was a beautiful man. We're not going to go down that hole. Continue. <laughs> All right. <coughs> 
back to the McDaniels. That was all that was found that night. No, I'm good. But, I'm dying, but I'm good. It's all right. Well, when, we'll bury Chris. We'll continue the story. Thanks. On the eve of May 6, 1973, the senior McDaniel was startled awake in the dead of night by the howling of some neighborhood dogs. McDaniel pulled himself out of bed, once again claimed his firearm, which seems a little quick at this Clean. point. It's just barking dogs. No, no, no. After you see the thing on your front porch, you keep your gun with you at all times. You buy more guns. Apparently. Yeah. He grabbed oh. his gun, yeah. went downstairs, opened the front door. This time, his encounter with the creature would not be so intimate. He claimed he saw the thing at some distance, languidly, his words, negotiating the trestles of the railroad tracks near his home. Again, must be the Ellen, Ellen and Railroad. Yeah. Railroad. Okay. This right. is what he said. I saw something moving on the railroad track, and there it stood. I didn't shoot at it or anything. It started down the railroad track. It wasn't in a hurry or anything. Oh, just a, and that's and it. Nice saunter. So, he, so, so this is like oh, the end of like a, by me. a movie, yeah. where, like where the hobo that comes to you your house see a dead body? Teach, teaches yeah. you to love your kids again, puts on his bindle and walks and down the track, walks away okay. to, the, to the to the haunting strains of Jawbreaker. <laughs> But I would yeah, rather I, know, I, know, I would right. rather be awoken in the dead of night with my firearm in hand and see just something walking oh, than yeah. have it on the porch being a dick. I gotta so. give him mad credit for being willing to open that door ever again. I might have boarded up Jesus, that door. Yeah, I know. Never yeah. to be used again. I moved. Oh, you gotta just, move. Your poltergeist moved. Once, like you know what? what? Once a horror this is here, I'm once out. a three legged yeah. horror you tries just, to assault your kids, you move out of Enfield. Yeah, you yeah. just you eat the mortgage and you get the hell out of there. Yeah. Seriously. You suck it up and split. Yeah. All right. Okay. As is always a case with an astounding series of events such as this, it wasn't long before the press got wind of the weirdness and came out in full force. Although the first events that had whetted the media's appetite for this odd organism had already transpired, it wouldn't be until McDaniel's second report that the town of Enfield truly got stuck in the eye of a journalistic hurricane. So a few reporters came in, then the second time you saw it in May 6th, which is a week or so later, right. that's when they started coming in all over the place. White County Sheriff Roy Pus- all right, it's either Poshard or Pichard. Pichard, probably. Pichard sounds cool, yeah. All right, Roy Pichard Jr. was so perturbed by the sudden influx of press and curiosity seekers, not to mention the alarm that was setting out on the locals, that he threatened to incarcerate Henry McDaniel Sr. if he didn't stop inciting a panic by spreading his wildly terrifying tale. Oh, that's a movie in the making. Yeah, so he was like, it really you cut is. this shit out. I mean, it's the, it's the rural sheriff saying no. Yeah. No more. And he's like, I saw it. The kids he's like, you just, saw nothing. The yeah, kids I, just want to dance and see the end feel the horror, but they can't. Mm-hmm. The parents won't let them. No, they won't. And certainly not Roy Pouchard. No. God, what a yeah. dick. All right. All right. To make matters worse, well-armed posses of amateur monster hunters began patrolling the area near the LNN railroad track sightings. But you know that's going to happen. Well, in rural Illinois, maybe. Uh, it's not a good thing, because then some, some kid, some poor little kid's out looking for a monster, having fun with his pals. He's got a flashlight. Well, he drops some jello on it. It looks red. Bam. Dead kid. It's an I mean, extreme that's a situation. Jump. That's it's a, a jump. jump, but still. Well, uh, yeah, I was with you until the jello. Yeah. All right. Well, the, the you jello, know, okay, the jello at first all was <laughs> unnecessary in my yeah, detail. Yeah. I just wanted to give it a red eye. Yeah. You, okay, you but just you, last Jedi that. We, God damn it. We, I did too. Okay, that's, that's hurtful, and we're not going to go. No, our, everything, talk about everything's it. a last Jedi. So, yeah. But we've gone looking for monsters. Granted, not armed. No, actually. Were we armed? I was never armed. I've never been armed in my fucking okay. life. I don't think I was. Criminy no. cribbles. I mean, I had a knife with me. I always have a knife. A with knife. Me. Okay. Rega- you Lord. may have had a clip. Re- I don't know. <laughs> Reg- regardless, if there is something in Union Springs, okay, you know, for a goddamn we fact, would go out we looking would, for we, it. We would be armed. 
I wouldn't. Maybe a baseball bat. No, we we have access to guns. You'd almost have to get a gun. I just. I would not. I'm not saying you got to lock and load no. it and keep it pointed, but keep it on you just in case. Bless your heart. Probably not. Yeah, no, I've got okay. handheld sharp things. Yeah, I've been well, on you monster guys, you hunts. Know, you guys have, have, have a nice hand-to-hand combat time while I'm taking shots from 100 yards away. I've been watching Jean-Claude Van Damme films since I was 13 years yeah. old. Good, sir. Continue. Clearly, I can defend myself. All right. All right. So our disagreement on posses aside. All right. I'm pro-posse. You guys are anti-posse. Let's you do are, this. You okay. are. But it's all right. Let's move on to the third official Enfield Horror Encounter. Well, technically fourth if you count Yeah, no, that's McDaniels it's the twice. same dude. Yeah, you have yeah. to. Yeah. Really. It was on uh, one such expedition of amateur monster hunting that five young men allegedly had a run-in with a creature identical to the one Greg Garrett and the McDaniels had encountered. Greg. With the notable addition being that they described the thing as having hair on it. Mm, it was hairy. The men discovered the beast hiding in the underbrush and proceeded to open <clears throat> fire on it. That's exactly the problem. See? Rustling in the bush, shot three times. Billy Raymondsville is dead. That's a bad last name. Uh, yeah, name. that's a couple making out in bushes. They're yep. doomed because okay. they thought it was the a humping. They thought it was a whore. Couples yeah. making out in bushes. Everyone does. It's small town America. <laughs> okay, you hump in a bush. Okay, you fine. have nowhere to go. You fucking hide in a bush and pork. Okay, you could get a hand job in the bush and you get shot. And you clearly you die if you're but in Illinois in the fifties. In this instance, they actually found the creature that, but a hairy version of it. So well, that's what they said. Your theories null and void. This shit worked. They no. opened fire on the hairy. No, no. On the hairy infield horror. Or they, no, kill, they killed an innocent person, buried it. Said it was the infield horror. Yeah, okay, we're, Ex- we're exactly. Stretching. No, no, no. You're stretching. No, you're stretching. No, you're stretching. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're stretching. We are the maturest podcast. All right, All right listen. Fine. They, they found, found it in the underbrush. They okay. shot it. It did not cause mortal in- injury any more than the twenty-two that McDaniel's had used, and it bolted off at a speed that eyewitnesses surmised was greatly in excess of any that a human being, much less a grotesquely costumed human being, could achieve. So they're saying this thing took off again. They didn't mention its Hopping. extraordinary jump. Jump. Skills. Yeah. It was just that it, it, it bucked. That it got yeah. the f out Super of dodge. Fast. Okay. They shot it. So why is it hanging out in this railroad yard and just randomly trying to break into a nearby house? Is it hungry? Is it breeding? Is it like yeah, maybe that's Mars like needs women type like thing? Like maybe that's like I don't its know. territory. So is there more? But it can't be its territory. Uh, yes, there is more. Okay, if there's more, let's get through the All sightings. Right, fourth Enfield Encounter. Fifth, okay. technically. Sorry, I number it wrong. The final eyewitness to this improbable creature was the even more improbably monikered Rick Rainbow. Let's just save okay, that for a second. Every character in here sounds like a superhero. It really is. Yeah. What is something? Well, like, Daniel, Gary Garrett, or whatever. Yeah, like, Greg Garrett. Greg Garrett. You know they sound like, they sound like old a, West heroes. When Greg Garrett know, came Rick to Rambo town. Rick Rambo sounds like a, like a homeless car salesman. That's, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. No homeless car salesman. What, what Rick Rainbow actually is, is the news, or was, the news director of a radio station, WWKI uh, in Kokomo, Indiana. Rick Rainbow? No, of course not. That's his DJ yeah. name. Welcome to Rick Rainbow. It's a terrible name. Rick Rainbow here in the morning. Going to drive. Why couldn't you just say it's real terrible? Let Rick Rainbow's story tell itself. All right. We'll see. We'll see. Sorry. All right. I'm judging him already. He and yeah. three unnamed individuals claim to have seen Ugh. a gray, stooping, new description, okay. five-foot-tall entity lurking outside an abandoned house not far from the Garrett and McDaniels homes, mm. although they did not have nearly as close or, for that matter, as traumatic an encounter as the previous sets of witnesses. Rainbow and his crew did manage to do one thing the others had not. Tape record the monster's disturbing scream, Ooh, which, really? by the way, I have never been able to find. 
Really? I've tried to call the the people at Good WWKI in Kokomo. I of course looked on YouTube every other week of my life. How are they not just recently, able to but until I did recently, but not just for years. that. They had recording equipment with them. Obviously, they're probably doing some sort of radio documentary, like used to be done at the time, right. like on the scene report with Rick Rainbow. Guess, Let's see yeah, if we see the guess. monster. Yeah. And so, was it hoaxed? Was it not? But apparently, at one point, the piercing, hideous scream of an Enfield horror, something that was accredited as the Enfield horror, appeared on the radio locally yeah. and was known. Okay. So that's interesting. Yeah. No, I mean, so no, it could be, it could be a full Facebook thing, yeah. publicity lie, or it could be a real encounter. Do they with a actually real have a, a deeper description of it, or is it just like we saw some shit? No, that's it. They say they the, the, the what I've read, what I've encountered was it's basically the same description. Okay. Three legs, gray, okay. stooping. I think it was What's the new it? thing. Yeah, they added. it was the other one that was hairy in the bush, and now this thing is. And the thing might have had so. some hair on it. Like if it had some hair on its back, but the other people that saw it from the front didn't notice it. But these people that see it from a distance and shoot it in the yeah. shrubs are like, "Oh, it's got some bristly hair on its back." Yeah, no, that's that to the me deal. is. I mean, they didn't say necessarily covered with hair. Right. Yeah, just some hair, right. Just hair. So it, okay. it, it can doable. Now this is where we bring in uh, the aforementioned Lauren Coleman, a guy who. Anyone who's into cryptozoology has probably seen on scads of documentaries. At this point, he was a student in Illinois, and so he was doing, like we would do, research on local phenomenon right. that came out. Um, so, he, you know, he was studying to be an anthropologist. He became a famous cryptozoologist. He arrived on the scene to investigate the eyewitness claims as well as the sound recording. While Coleman never actually saw the creature, he claimed he heard the haunting cry of the Enfield horror while searching an area where witnesses claimed to have seen the thing. And this is what Coleman said. I traveled to Enfield, interviewed the witnesses, looked at the siding of the house and the Enf- that the Enfield monster had damaged, heard some strange creech- screeching, excuse me, banshee-like sounds, and walked away bewildered. So okay. it's interesting that there's two accounts of it screaming. One at least official account of it hissing, yeah. like a wildcat. Yeah, it really so it can was. make sounds. Is it afraid? Is it attacking? Is it hungry? What really, are, you know, what we'll get through this. We'll discuss it there. But what really worries me, I've got to say now, is the fact that not that it's at a door. It's sort of weird. Who knows what it's trying to do? But but that it's trying to get through your air conditioner. That it's like it wants in. That's right. going to terrify you, regardless yeah, yeah, of well, its intentions. Yeah, yeah. Why? Okay. So is that is that the last? There, there. That is the last, and that we can get into uh, different things. But there's also an older story that I want to jump to after we discuss it. But we'll end at this. In July 1974, Fate magazine published a story written by Lauren Coleman and other great paranormal researcher Jerome Clark, who I have a lot of his books, featured featuring the Enfield horror in an article entitled "Swamp Slobs Invo- Invade Illinois." So swamp slobs, swamp slobs invade Illinois. I like that. Uh, Apparently, uh, best-selling Mothman Prophecies author John A. Keel also discussed it and did a little bit of investigating. Um, this is sort of what the, the encapsulation that Coleman gave. The Enfield Horror was my case investigation. It was very much different from the Dover Demon, which is a whole other thing we'll talk oh, about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which, which, which Coleman totally. actually did. However, it was like a combo of Phantom Kangaroo, Devil Monkey, yep. and Swamp Ape. Mm. Okay. That's from Lauren Coleman. All right. Let us discuss... Well, this could be, and then we'll get into some deeper history. In sure. A okay. So. Okay. So. So really, I mean, the first couple are are very. Let's say that the last couple weren't credible, but the first one were really very credible. Like how close that happened, yeah. and that quick of a time, and they had very. I mean, it was like verified. Which case are you talking about? Account. No, this right here. Yeah. The, the, like the the McDaniel's and the Garrett. Like yeah. 
That was very close. Like, the last two were, like, explains that we saw something, but there wasn't, like, police report says the blah, blah. Because like, they were already swept up in the phenomenon yeah, at that point. Right. Yeah. Like, right. That's what I'm saying. Like, right. five teenagers right, right. with their rifle saying, exactly. we saw something, it jumped, we yes. shot it, it yes. ran away. Right. Like, yes. It, it might be true, but it might not so be. There's a, no. certain, there's a certain amount of hysteria that could have taken over. Almost certainly did. Totally. Because if hysteria didn't take over, then, then Jeff Sheriff Pichard... Right. If Depp Leopard Hysteria was not playing on stereos <laughs> yeah. at that point. No, if, if people weren't getting a little bit hyped up, amped up, excited, Yappers. and dangerous, the sheriff wouldn't actually be threatening McDaniel, the senior McDaniel, to shut the F up or go to jail. Sure. Because he is very worried about random people out there with guns shooting into random shrubs. A, because of the porking incident that Chris and I illustrated earlier, yeah, but B, duh. because it just it simply jeopardizes people. But yes. Nobody was killed. But it's the no. first those okay. first couple accounts is very... That's very intriguing. Those first, yeah, no, totally. It's I agree. And bizarre. It would be, it would be one thing to dismiss uh, Greg Garrett's account. Right. I don't know exactly how old he was, but he was a young kid. He's playing in his backyard. Something shreds his tennis shoes. He runs yeah. in in tears. All legit. And if that's all you ever heard, it'd be easy to kind of say, "Little kid, imagination." He found a raccoon. Who knows? Right. Yeah. If, if, if it wasn't it for wrong. the second one, and if it was just the Garrett kid, and then. Those other non McDaniels ones, it would be like the Frogman again. It would be like, okay, yeah. or the whatever. Right. But, but this but, is but, this is a genuine flap. Yeah. That this happens the this, same night, right? In the same neighborhood, within hours of each other. Yeah. That that's throws, that's a big deal. Yeah, that throws an air of like something authenticity. Feels like it really like what the fuck could it really have been? Yeah, it's easy. You know what? I'm with Chris. It's easy to assume something <sighs> yeah. real happened. I don't know if the description spot on, but then again. Why would Henry McDaniel Sr. Mm-hmm. lie about it? Right. He's there trying to be brave, and you know he would have just told a dismissive story. My kids were crying, huddled in a yeah. room. They didn't know. It was like, a, like, right, like, like how would he know? Did he talk to the Garretts? Like, how, would, how did he know that? I mean, the descriptions of those match. So so spot on. Yeah. So and, and, and they were and they, and they happened independently of each other. Yeah, it's not right. like the Garrett family ran over and said, you know, well, Greg saw this. Yeah. And they're like, well, my kid saw something too. Yeah. It's not like that. And I'm not trying right. to do a bad Southern Illinois accent. It doesn't mean anything. I just mean, <laughs> I think these, I it, it's, co- be, it's corroborative. Of each other. I know that's yeah, that's totally. the part that makes yeah. it intriguing. And and the fact that the kid saw, and that's that's the part actually that that I can identify with most. Henry Jr. and Lil. Hanging out in the house, especially I'm, you know, I'm a big brother. I've heard noises when I was in a house alone with my sister when I was a kid, and you know, just a year and a half older. But you know, you feel like you got to kind of take charge a little bit, but you don't want to because it's utterly terrifying, and you're still a kid. Well, no, yeah. dude, you feed your sister to the monster. Well, but I'm just saying. And that's can what an older can you imagine does. what that half hour to hour or however long it was between seeing something that monstrous at the door, slamming it? It's trying to get into the air yeah. conditioner. You don't know what to right. do. Between that event occurring and how long it lasted to your parents getting home, especially when you hear the key hit the door, you're like, what the hell is it? And then they pop in. Yes. I, it, let's just assume for a second that this is all 100% legit how it happened. Holy fuck balls. Yeah, yeah. That must be saying. the scare. I mean, they must be yeah, in therapy be the, to this day. Like the scariest thing to ever happen to those people. That's yeah. what really sinks in with me. And then, of course, dad comes home, sees it, which, which must have been both terrible for the kids and great because they're not disbelieved. Right. And then the dad has to grab a gun, and it becomes a thing. Yeah. Dad shoots it. It runs screaming into the night, leaping like an Olympic athlete until it disappears. And then you're like, he calls the cops, which to me adds also legitimacy. Legit exactly. Because That's what why I'm would you do that? You're going to look like a fool. Yeah. yeah. They find these three-legged uh, tracks, three-whatever-footed f- tracks, find scratches on the door. Yes. No other evidence, and it's like, 
what the hell yeah, just happened? That, that was a, that's the part that really made it. Like after the, first, I'm like the second one really. I'm like, okay. Oh, that drives it home. Yeah. A little kid Definitely. is one thing. There's lots of specifics, and that's... Even if if you read... If you, we, we're going to get into some shit, right? Like, mm, eventually, right. it's a podcast. But the, the more... Spe- even if it's weird as fuck, the more specific that is, mm-hmm. for me, it almost lends more... Like what? Like why? Like well, so, well, how are these specifics? Yeah, like you mentioned specific? with our with our episode on the Loveland Frogmen, like it's funny to joke about this thing having you know baggy yeah, pants, right. and A magic wand, or as you said, a failed Roman candle. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but that is uh, a detail of the story that makes you go like, well, shit. Yeah, because you can just make something up. But why would you make yeah. up like it? I haven't. It's got no shirt and tight. It's got fucking tight jeans, skinny jeans on. Yeah, really. And it's got ankle holsters yeah, in a and, dual and ended, a, a wand. failing wand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like. No, you're uh, right. The the specifics of it tend to lead the cred, the credibility. I know it sounds yeah, weird because it's either flat out psychotic break. Or somebody's really reporting something yeah. that absolutely seems unfathomable to a right. rational mind. So um, yeah, and nothing in that story seems crazy. The kid saw it, but then the yeah. story's like some shit tried to get in, and it's not unheard of for some sort of animal no. to, try to, to try to get in, get in yeah. your fucking shit. So yeah. let's get to the origins of this thing because obviously there's nothing quite like this on Earth. We can't say, oh, it's clearly an escaped, whatever. Yeah, Rebunky. Which is not a real animal. No, I feel like it's Rebunky. I was, no, was going to say that, but you just fucking ruined it. Thank you, Rob. It's a dirty and the pod. <laughs> <laughs> we quit. It's, been it's fun. over. I mean, I was going to just say Wolverine oh. to keep it. It's a Rebunky. Okay, oh I'm my sorry, god. No, I just mean there's nothing three-legged, T-Rex armed, slimy gray yeah, with no, giant flashlight, reddish yeah, no. pink eyes. No, there's nothing like so, that at all. Some people in later years claim that there were a few UFO sightings in Illinois at the time, which is very possible. Okay. Illinois is a big state, and UFO sightings happen everywhere. But to me, they're jumping to a conclusion because it's so unnatural and unearthly, ergo it must be an alien. But there yeah, is no UFO sighting specifically. Like, if a UFO had landed behind the LNL, Ellen if it was, tracks yeah, if or it something. If it was reported, like, that night or near that night, then we'd all be yeah, like, oh, be like, okay, a yeah, physical, cool, like, alien. we saw yeah. something like lights in the forest, and then other prints that corroborate these prints. Yes. But that's not But the that's deal. not the case. Yeah. What it is, is a case of a very anomalous animal, or whatever it may be, uh, Dwelling in a very limited region for a very short period of time, uh, being seen by by two local families, uh, a radio DJ and some teenagers. Yeah, right. Ricky Rainbow, uh, and being heard by a guy Rainbow? that would eventually come to be a very famous cryptozoological investigator, who at the time was just an anthropology psychology student. Yeah, so it's a very tight, weird flap. But there is something that goes a little a little bit deeper. You know, I mean, like say some people assume aliens, some people assume demon, but there's something called the Mount Vernon incidents, mm-hmm. which I'm just going to give you guys a very brief overview of because it's very short, the information I have on it. But it should be noted that between the years 1941 and 42 in the sleepy village of Mount Vernon, less than 40 <laughs> miles away from Enfield, yes, you're sleepy. There was a similar spate of encounters involving an anomalous leaping beast mm. that terrorized the local populace and was reputedly <clears throat> responsible for numerous animal deaths in the region. Eyewitnesses claimed that the Mount Vernon monster was vaguely baboon-like, or rabunky. Yeah, yeah, rabunky. Rabunky. Raboon. Oh yeah. Hence the devil monkey swamp ape analogies. Yeah. Okay. And able to leap, get this, twenty to forty feet in a single bound. See. Okay. So 
I'm not saying there's any association. I came across the separate case when I was researching it, and okay. I was like, huh, Mount Vernon. The only thing that I remotely can associate with it, because this is basically a high-jumping primate, right. is the fact that it was a leaping monster. So, I don't no, necessarily I know, but think it, there's anything to do with each other. Right. No, but it's an, right. it's an odd corroboration between that and the other description of it. Right. Like, literally something that's 40, 50 miles away or whatever that, like, just happens to leap... Small it grassy knolls like and yeah. a, a couple single bound and, yeah. and a couple bounds. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I we, we have all seen uh, apes in the zoo. I was lucky enough to see wild primates in Africa, and these things are fast and they can jump. Right. So if a if a primate back in 1941 escaped a circus or whatever and was seen in in rural Illinois running fast and making some jumps, that's all entirely possible. Okay. But I really have a hard time associating it with the yeah. proper Enfield horror uh, sightings of the early 70s. Could be something completely different, yeah. A, because it's removed by 30-something years, and B, because right. um, they're describing ape-like things, not three-legged, slimy gray, yeah. flashlight-eyed, T-Rex-armed anomalies. Right, the fact that right. there's a th- it's not like a, a paw and like a tail, it's, a three, it's three paws, just one yeah. Yeah. is a little smaller than... Yeah. It's a weird creature. And it obviously has a mouth because it can hiss. Yeah, right. yeah, like a wildcat. So, like a fucking was there any other connections to this? That well, besides the fact that there's been a, they were associated with UFO sightings that you know allegedly plagued the region at the time. Um, people of a more supernatural bent, which I guess you have to entertain. Oh, it's Demogorgon. Uh, have asserted that this beast, with its tendencies to be aggressive towards humans and their homes, which is weird because I didn't know they were like that has all the earmarks of a classic demon attack and demons hate See? your house it's a demon they hit your body they hit your house okay, they hate your love of god okay all right it's fair. a demon fair enough <laughs> it's a demon but you know what if you don't know better like we've said before in, well, in previous like, podcasts something seems yeah, like magical if you can't explain it right but, but like the the grampus the, you mean the banished grampus a a suffering dolphin in a tree uh, that, yeah that's or, what you want it to be or a demon can i say this Grampus versus Enfield Horror. Oh, Enfield Horror. That's tough. Yeah, Unless the Enfield yeah, Horror is a virgin, the, the Grampus the might Enfield have an advantage. The Enfield Horror can travel <sighs> to the Grampus and fuck it Maybe. Up. I don't know. The Grampus can move all the way from, you know, England to the Red Sea. I think we well, did that, well, that wasn't verified. That no, was just, that was just a, it the, was the claimed. banished it. Yeah, it was claimed it that it was banished. And that, for, not that it actually got banished. For anyone interested in the Grampus, they can listen to episode number two. Ooh, good go, Bob. Yeah, good I job. Like, I like that. Good tie-in. Good but, tie-in. But let's leave the Grampus alone for now. Yeah. yeah so no. I, I, It's weird. Okay, so no, I, want, I want to go extraterrestrial. I really are do. Are we going to rule out UFO? Because if there's I an can't. alleged, if there's an alleged, <sighs> an alleged, quote-unquote, alleged spate, spat of UFO settings in the area. I don't know. Yeah, well, it just well there seems was. Like, well, I saw something. Enfield is known for other things other than the horror. Right. The horror. The horror. Like the horror. there is known for strange lights. It is known for some sort of phantom cat that has been seen. Okay. Hmm. So, 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 so there, it's known sort for of like a Midwest skinwalker. Some ranch. other shit. No, okay. Illinois is chock full of things. There's okay. the mud. Well, I don't know if mud monsters specifically Illinois, so it might be Missouri. But but anyway, the Midwest Illinois area is literally chock full of Bigfoot type sightings, like Chris was saying. Okay. Phantom cats, phantom kangaroos, phantom kangaroos riddled the Midwest. We'll deal with that at some point. Yeah, that's weird. Phantom kangaroos yeah. kind of cool. But, but, but I gotta say, if this was a kangaroo, and I don't mean to interrupt you, Chris, if no, this was a is. kangaroo, people would have been like. Holy F, it was a slimy gray kangaroo. It's not, I mean, you know, someone could say, oh, it hops, it's got little arms in the front, clearly it was, but, but seven people don't 
mistake yeah. a kangaroo for something see, else. True. Kangaroo. But there no, is, dude. There is no. a, there's footage I did see recently of a kangaroo that's just hanging out on someone's back. Door. I don't know if you've seen it. It's just sitting there. Is it like it's, all it's, ripped? It's, it's, yeah. Like it it's has just, its claws. It's, yeah, it's yeah, just, it's scratch, just scratching one, it. It's just yeah. scratching a thing. I'm like, why Why are you doing this? Oh, that's creepy. Interesting. Oh, it's terrifying. That's interesting. But it's not the Enfield Horror. No, but okay. it's trying to get in. Yeah. It, it can leap. Wait. But even a small child knows legs. what a fucking okay, kangaroo looks like. Let's, listen, let's go skeptically here. All right. I mean, let's go. Let's play this game. Kangaroo detail. Let's play the skeptic game. If anything zoologically speaking that we know of was to fit this description that's okay. true Foot, uh, third small footprint aside and whatnot it would probably be some sort of kangaroo and or um what are they called is that marsupial wallaby no. Wall- okay. yeah sorry wallaby. well marsupial. well you can throw away you can throw away the third print but then you can also be like well maybe it didn't actually hop as Maybe he just ran yeah. and they thought it. Yeah. So then, you have to kind of. You know, but then, then you're, what you're doing is really twisting eyewitness testimony to fit I, a no, rational no, explanation. No, I know. Right, well, right, but, right. Not twisting, but you have, if you're going to forgive one, you have to forgive other. You and, have then to be you have, willing, and then you have to think to yourself, how many yeah. uh, kangaroos have giant flashlight like bloodshot? Yeah, I know. Eyes. Well, that's, true, a, that's the trouble with, with that. So you, you have you to get, keep everything in mind, though, and then be like, what could it be? All right. Can I let me play the skeptic game with you guys? Okay. Government lab. Things get dangerous. It's late 70s. There's drugs. There's fun. Oh, People so, have side. It's a good movie. It's, it's good the movie. 70s. This is going to be a great movie. They're like, <laughs> what can we use to attack the Soviets? <gasps> Kangaroos. What can make them scarier? Turn them inside out, fuck them up, make them super ruse, prolapsed ruse, make them giant eyed so they can see in the dark to kill those Soviet bastards and send them into the field. And they build a horror rue. Horror Uh, uh, um, Help me out with this name. Kanger Danger? Kanger Danger. (laughs) (laughs) Killer (laughs) Rue. Now, is this something that you're just coming up with on the fly? We're just making it up right now. We're just making it up right now. I thought there was a whole angle of story that I had no no idea. No, no, now it's government. There was a leak. Things happened. No, there's a government lab, Southern Illinois. No, it's Kanger Danger. Or Horror Rue. Killer Rue. Killer Rue. Killer Rue was pretty good. Killer Rue. I like Killer Rue. Killer Rue was cool. All right, so the Killer Rue comes out. Yeah. He's gray and slimy. He's yeah. got those giant. Why is he gray? What do they? Eyes. What do they mix him with? Um, Clearly, uh, they mix. So he's got to be able to slide through small spaces to get through the Berlin Wall. We know that. An octopus. <laughs> it's science. <laughs> yeah. All right. An octopus. Octoroo. Octoroo. Fucking octoroo. Oh, he's got tiny little <laughs> octoroo arms. So you're like, wait, how can this rook possibly slide under a door? And he's like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he just, and he fucking he gets does. All gelatinous in his bones. And why also, why would he scratch on a window? If he can't get through though. this fucking octo tube underneath the Berlin Wall, how do we get over it? Add a leg. Oh, boom. boom. Science adds a leg. So okay. the three-legged Octokilaru well, jumps the Berlin Wall, killed Stalin. <laughs> Amen. Okay. I think we just rewrote history. I mean, uh, that's vandalism. better. Listen, I'm going to say this, Robert. That is better than Sharknado. Oh, I, yeah. I applaud Thank you. Thank you. Made for sci-fi. Better than Sharknado. I feel like Sharknado. it wouldn't be scratching like on a window, like if it can really just slip no, away. No, maybe I mean, it was just hungry. Maybe it got out and said, I want to befriend small children. Like like it was a like short circuit scenario. It doesn't want to kill. Johnny Five is alive. Okay. It wants to make friends with the local children. Like, oh, you're playing in the backyard? I'm playing with your well, feet, well, Maybe Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was like a frog. <laughs> And they just it wanted goes, to create the ultimate hopping it goes machine. Full on Lenny, Ooh, the kid. Are a frog that makes with a more sense. That makes more sense than an octopus because okay. it'd be yeah. slimy. It would have the big yeah. eyes. Right. Could. Maybe an extra that, frog like so, so you guys are taking the angle that the government has taken these creatures and mutated them into like killing machines because clearly M- MK Ultra. The Cold War failed. was a dangerous time. You don't know. A dangerous time. This could this be an MK Ultra offshoot? I don't think anyone was tripping. 
No. no it, it, and uh, well, the, you yeah. know what it could be? It could be an MK Ultra offshoot in that everyone in Enfield got dosed that day by uh-huh. a government experiment. Uh-huh. Yeah, that, oh, my yeah. God. And then there it is a go. raccoon. Then it is. And they're like, no! Not even something. Not not even. It was like a squirrel. Yeah, (laughs) it was like my God, (laughs) Binky the local pup. That was the weekend. The squirrel became the mayor of Enfield. (laughs) He had a little tiny head. He's like, hello. Yeah. Um. I mean, as far as what it could be, I mean, I can't even think. Yeah, what could it be? For for real, I I don't even know what I could even possibly think of. Would be some sort of like wallaby, but again, oh god damn it! No, oh god damn it! Why would why would it be there? Why would it be a wallaby? Because of the description. Well, this now this is interesting. You said why would it be there? Do you guys remember a few years back when there was sightings of a wallaby on the thruway? Yes, you had people calling the state police, freaking out, saying. Holy shit! Get here. There's a kangaroo on yes, the freeway. Right. So remember. you think it just it was an escaped we- exotic creature? It could have been some type of escaped uh, exotic creature, but it does not account for the two separate entities, which clearly describe it as having large pink eyes, wet and goopy. Th- three and prints in, in three prints. But the three prints, though, you might. No, no the know. three prints is pretty Everyone specific. says three legs. It's a very specific thing with you would this, notice. With yeah. this three prints, is there a picture or a cast of the three prints? Because I want to bring this into Johnny Cochran Because this bothers me. If the print does not fit, you must equit, motherfucker. All right, just sh- shut your pie hole, because now Jeez. we have to go into Skeptic's Corner, and that is to say, at least what I found, you okay. would assume the police would have taken photos no, of the prints. They didn't, probably. At least. Yeah. They might have. But I haven't seen them published, nor no. do I know for sure that they did. Okay. Nor have I ever so heard that makes it a little the bit... recording made by Rick Rainbow and his cohorts. Okay. It's allegedly out there. There's no way to necessarily prove it's let's, this uh, creature. Let's see. Yeah, that doesn't that's still not really so the noise evidence, isn't this evidence like a lot of things is sketchy. We'll do we'll do some searching because I think I may have seen something on YouTube. About, about the infield horror screen? Yeah, but I didn't actually. I just saw that the title come up, and I didn't actually. If you it find anything, it, sure, so. we'll add it on. No, that, but that I don't would be think great. But that still doesn't prove. It doesn't well, prove exactly, a thing. No, exactly. no, it's exactly. just it's a fucking noise. Okay, so. yeah. but it's definitely not a goddamn kangaroo. All right, so let's just go with the fact that it's just the Enfield of Horror, and it's there, and it has and, a bad attitude. But it was attitude. there for a short period of it time. It has a bad attitude. That's the crazy part. Honestly, but doesn't have a bad attitude, or is it just really eager to befriend things? Yeah, and human beings right. are hateful of ugly. When you have. Oh, yeah, that's a, like that's a that, movie. You have to know your role. You got to know. You got to go know, know your lane, man. You can't look that terrible and just be like, "Call me my friend," and start attacking kids. Fucking. Well, who's shoot. to say it's like super intelligent? Maybe it doesn't know it looks terrible. Yeah. Maybe where it comes from, it's hot as hell. Maybe it's the Ryan Gosling of Enfield Horror. Right. Second Ryan Gosling uh, reference in this podcast. Now, well, this we love ep- the now, this Ryan. episode. Is it really this show completely? We oh. get, we, we're crazy for the gods. All right, we don't know what the fuck it is. We don't, don't know what it yeah, is. I don't know. No what one it knows just, what the fuck it is. Let's just say that. I and have no idea. A, the only three options are, and people love to say, like, maybe something from the ocean in mid Illinois. Doubt it. Eat it. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. You can walk. There's weird shit in the ocean, but the things in the ocean, a generally that are deep and unknown, don't have feet. No, yeah, no, no, shit. No, yeah, no. In a perfect scenario, it's some sort of extraterrestrial. Well, that's in a perfect. You know scenario. what? But that's the thing is, you know what? It's easy to say that because it's like saying, "Well, it's so weird, yeah, it can't but, be earthbound." That's why I lean towards it myself. But it's like it's it is sort of you're a catch-all. But it's you're a dismissive no, catch-all. I know it but is. You're saying right. that there's other sightings in Enfield of phantom kangaroos and what else? Fa- cats. Well, in that area, the whole Midwest is riddled yeah. with phantom yeah. kangaroos so, and I mean, phantom what's cats. What's not saying it's some sort of extra, extraterrestrial dump site? That has nothing to do with phantom kangaroos and cats. Getting, getting dumped there. 
so they're getting rid of their pets. So so the mid- Earth's Midwest, the Midwest of America is the SPCA for aliens. Yeah. Like, fuck this giant cat. Fuck this Enfield whore. You know, whore. What? You not... know this kangaroo seemed cool when I got it in Australia? Here it goes. Yeah. I am not against that thought, Robert. Yeah. Again, I applaud you. It's not, you know what it was? I enjoy that. Some, somebody had Battle Cat, and they cut it off its leg and didn't want it anymore. <laughs> Dumped it in Illinois. I solved it. <laughs> Let's, let's go. <laughs> I, you know, I will cat. say for the record, let's wrap this up, but I will say for the record, if it was a four-legged creature missing one leg, I think one of the four key eyewitnesses, or five, we, including we, the wife, would have right. mentioned it. We can all agree Because everyone is, seems to say well, it's maybe. three-legged and moves like a three-legged. If you see a four-legged dog, you know it's missing a leg and well, doing the best it can because it's fucking yeah, got a lot of integrity. But you also know it's a dog. Yeah. Well, yeah. You, well, you <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I mean, you well, know yeah. it's a dog missing a leg. Like, you don't... If you see some fucking... Oh, right. You're right. You're right. You you're, not gonna, you're not going to mistake it for yeah. a so five-foot tripod yeah, like, horror creature that's 200 pounds. So, so you're, you're actually, you guys are both making the argument that Enfield horrors are so remote and weird from human experience that it could be an amputee. You just wouldn't know. That's it's, really the debate we're having yeah, now? It actually is a possibility. <laughs> it could be. Because right. if you don't know what the fuck it is, you don't know that it could yeah. be possibly missing. I rest my case. <laughs> if it's got two back legs that are so fucking close and one's missing, you might think oh, it just right, has three fair. fucking legs. It's true. End of the story is we don't know what the fuck this is. No, no one does, we but don't, it's fascinating. But, yeah, like, like and if I run into one, I'm done. Like All Rob my pants says, are shit. It's, yeah, uh, machetes ahoy. Machetes <laughs> ahoy. This is both fast, uh, fascinating and terrifying. Uh, so you know what? Send us some feedback with what you think the Enfield horror is. You can contact us on Facebook, Twitter, horror. Instagram. Uh, get a hold of us there. Let us know what you think. Send us your ideas. We'll discuss it maybe a little bit more in a future episode with some Enfield Horror follow-up. Absolutely. Uh, but there you have it. Thank you for joining us for the Crypto.Podcast. Podcast. I'm Mark Stores. Chris. And Rob. Be sure to check us out on iTunes. Be sure to leave a five-star review and some ratings on iTunes. You can do that through your phone in the iTunes app if that's what you use. Any uh, ratings and reviews that you leave, we will talk about on the show. And again, remember, we are on social media, so be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can visit our website. Uh, All those links are going to be in the description of this podcast below. So there you have it. And we're talking to you soon. Damn. See you guys later. Killer <laughs> That might be my favorite. Horror. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs>